Yes, 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 yes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. This is the KLP Aftermath with your host, Kelby Kennedy Lucas. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, for another exciting uh, podcast here today. Of course, we've got another great one for you guys. Of course, as always, I like to come up and, and do our thing and give you guys a, a, a good show and good thing for you guys out there for sure. And of course, we've got uh, another show. Of course, we got another broadcast, another radio show here today. Of course, it's a beautiful Monday. It's not just a beautiful Monday, but I know it's October 3rd, T. Of course, we got T and Monica up in the studio. But of course, this is the beginning of a new month. October is here. The fall session is here. Pumpkin Spice is here. And a lot of things are here. Video games is coming out later this month. Of course, it's a great month, guys. It is going to be a fantastic month. October, if you guys don't know, October is actually one of my favorite uh, months. Well, the fall season is my favorite season. Um, but October, just something about October because the weather gets kind of nice. You know, things are getting uh, more nice. The holiday seasons are around the corner. There's celebrations. There's a lot of things in October. So I'm excited. I'm very, very excited for what we have uh, coming up later on in this month of October. So happy uh, October to a lot of you guys out there right now. Of course, let's get on to the topics of conversation. I ain't going to waste no time because we got a lot of great things we need to talk about on today's show. KLP Aftermath Season 4. Your host again, KLP Kennedy Lucas. Of course, we've got what we call the elephant in the room. And normally we would play the little the Emmy and the, the Emmy players. But for some reason, up oh, there it is. We've got it. Of course, now we got to do what is called... <laughs> elephant of the room i figured it out because i i was scared that it wasn't gonna work t but of course we've got our elephant of the room we're gonna get right into it because we have a lot of things we need to talk about and this one is fresh on my mind this is presented of course most sources are coming for the wonderful the breakfast club as always of course we've got to talk about this senator in louisiana of course senator uh senator john kennedy and of course he's been the hot topic of conversation guys because you know we saw his ad and of course he's against early release for um people that were on the inside he's he's against that and he's against in defunding the police of course his commercial or his ad rather came out guys and we all saw the advertisement of course from the breakfast club and so on and so forth and you know his okay his ad was just one of the wildest ads that i've ever have seen now a lot of people will say it's a little bit mean but i thought it was kind of funny because in his advertisement he said he was again against the uh, defunding the police he's against 
um, early release of, of people that went to jail or in prison. And he said that, hey, if you're just hating cops because they're cops, next time you get in trouble, call a crackhead, is what he said in his advertisement. And Charlemagne, they played it twice and they laughed. And I'm laughing at it, too, because I honestly think that this was a funny uh, ad, really. But a lot of people are not getting... A lot of people that is running for election, they they blame it on wokeness. Now, if you, of course, I believe in woke, honestly, it's just my opinion. Uh, I believe in what they're doing. They're for doing things for the greater good. I have to say, though, we're not mad solely at all cops. I know I joke on the show and I be joking around with, with police uh, cops in general on our show. But I don't hate cops. I hate police brutality is what I hate. I hate that cops pull people over for no apparent reason and they find things, they find evidence. I hate that cops get pulled. When you pull somebody over, cops have to have three other cop cars to help them in the process because they feel endangered. I hate that we're, our community is getting shot and getting killed by cops right those are the things i hate i hate that anybody can be a cop and people are not they're not getting the proper training to be a cop right that's what we hate we don't hate cops in general because when things go down when there's an emergency we have to rely on cops right i work for an institution as always you guys know we work for emory university the emory uh, police they're fantastic they're a fantastic squad to not only talk to but to just learn from right so i'm not going to say on the show hey i hate cops that's not what we're saying we just hate that we're getting killed by cops we hate that cops are racist we hate that cops are not following the, the right procedures and breaking our, our rights that's what we hate right um so it's just one of those things that you know a lot of people are upset about yes when i see a cop now based off 2020 and even further back 2018 2017 2016 i get nervous when i see a cop around i don't even want to hang out and be around cops now because that stigma right a lot of us has ptsd from that kind of stuff a lot of us are a little bit nervous around cops because you don't know like hey that that man that cop has a gun and if i don't i don't act suspicious but he'll be like oh you're acting suspicious now there's a gun to your face right so that's what we hate and i just really wish that people uh understood that i wish these politicians understood that honestly he sound like uh he sound he sound like a white man you know he sound kind of mm, he kind of he sound kind of sus like he sounds like he was his family origins probably would have been part of the kkk if you're not too careful so i mean i don't know him i don't live in louisiana so i can say this kind of stuff but i, I just I, I i get a little tempered t when people say oh oh okay uh we blame woke people we blame the protesters no we're protest we're protesting because there's a lot of injustice in our society there's a lot of bigotry in our society they're trying to keep us chained up us black folks chained up prison they're trying to control us and they they realizing that the controlling thing is so 1940s 1930s so they're not taking over anymore and, and it scares them right so we have to be careful right and that's why people are woke that's why i'm kind of woke because i see the society right and not to say hey i i don't hate I, I love white people i do i have a lot of white friends i genuinely i love i love white people but there's a certain type right there's there's still some white folks out there that's a little racist sometimes and 
another thing with that too people are probably like that because they got taught that's something you're not you're not born racist that's something your parents and maybe your grandparents are teaching you uh to be and how to act in 2022's uh today's standard and it's not working and a lot of people are getting upset so uh my my uh, elephant in the room goes out to senator uh john kelly you know he sounds like an old fart to me um you know <laughs> that's just how, how i feel he sounds like an old fart to me and of course he's saying people are going to say anything to, to, to make a sell people are going to sell say anything to win your vote right it's your job to to, to do these kind of commercials so again we just wave it we laugh at it and we say oh man look at this man here so senator john kelly kelly uh, john kennedy and i hate that your last name was kennedy because that's my first name and i really hate that but senator john kennedy this is you are the biggest elephant of the room let's get it one more time just saying just saying so we move on to the good news the good topics of conversations of course today i do have a must watch list and oh my god guys i watched this movie last night and i hit up t this morning i said hey when we get to the studio we're talking about this movie of course, if you guys don't know, there's this new animated special series from Netflix, and this movie is called Intergalactic. Of course, that is a Kid Cudi type of film. Of course, let me just break down this movie real quick, right? Because this movie has the origin of Manhattan, New York. Of course, we all know about New York. We filmed New York. Uh, guys, Street Style and New York Culture is coming soon uh, to Amazon Prime Video. So wait for that. We're still waiting. It's, it's got selected, but we got to wait until they get to the server. So again, stay tuned with us. I know a lot of people wanted it on September 30th. And when we were delaying it because we want it for Prime Video, it's coming. But we all know about the New York culture and I get really, really excited when there's a film about New York because now I say, hey, I've been in New York. I know what I know what you do in New York. Let me tell you, Intergalactic is a great film that I really recommend people going to go see, of course, out there on Netflix. Let me tell you the rating first before I even go deeply into this uh, movie. Of course, um, this movie from imdb got a 7.5 out of 10 but get this guys rotten tomatoes you guys know rotten tomatoes are pretty they're pretty hard t monica they they, they judge real harshly on films this movie receives a 93 percent on rotten tomatoes oh my god that is a great score for this movie this movie is so good because of the animated style animation style that they have in this movie it kind of reminds you of spider-man spider into the spider uh, into the spider-verse the miles morella morella <laughs> miles morella's spider-man movie that came out and you know it had that comic book type of art style with that movie they took notes on that but they they tweaked it a little bit of course so you got kid cuddy to play jabari and this is the man, uh, of course, he's an ambitious artist. The character Jabari attempts to balance success and love after he moves into his dream Manhattan apartment and falls in love for his next door neighbor. Of course, again, it's, it's very, very, it's, it's very impactful because the program creators, Kit Cuddy and then Kenya Barris. Now, if you guys don't know Kenya Barris, he is in charge of the grownish and the blackish and the mixedish 
uh, series. So it is so good to have somebody tell a great story. Jessica Williams plays Meadow and she plays Meadow really, really well. You had Laura Harrier to play Carmen and she looks just like Carmen. It's so cool how they make Laura Harrier look just like her character in this movie of course you got timothy chalamat to play jimmy and then uh, kai is played by ty dollar sign now this is a kind of a introduction for uh, kit cuddy's next album of course there's a new album from kit cuddy and you can hear a lot of ty dollar sign in most of his songs in this movie of course vanessa hudgens plays karina in this movie as well and of course you've got 070 shake to play nadia she's pretty pretty good as well i get so excited for movies like this because it tells a story guys it really dive in and tell a great story about a man an ambitious artist in new york trying to make it he works for this comic book store and you know he's trying to stick to his culture and then this is something that metal says in the scene that yeah you work for cosmic comics don't let them water down your content if you want it to be raw be raw with it and this is a kind of a kind of a teaching moment for us creators us because i'm a film director too myself i'm an animator myself and what we do at KLP Entertainment in our studios, we try to find things and we, we stick to the rawness of it. We don't like to water it down because we want to cater to a certain artist. We want to make sure that we stay creative. We want to make sure it's raw. And that's what Jabari does in this, this movie. The character he does is he's sticking true to himself. Right. And I really love it. I really love this animation because it wasn't a cutesy and it was a, it was a cute anime, but it wasn't a cutesy anime. This was like an adult film. Like there was it was rated. Uh, uh, I want to say PG-13 or rated R. I don't know how Netflix rate their thing, but on their description, there's sex, there's nudity, there's violent language there. And I'm like, whoa, you're putting this in an animation. OK, I mean, we've seen this before with other animations such as Simpsons and Family Guy and all those. But when you have an animation like this, you're like, OK, let me let me let me take a look at it. And the animated style of it, it was just so fantastic. Um, and then, he, of course, Jabari and Meadow, they fall in love. And Carmen is the ex. And let me tell you, there's this one scene that they, of course, Jabari and Meadow, they slept together. They had sex. And then uh, during the night, his, his phone rings. And the character Carmen posts a selfie with his hoodie. And, you know, it was just like really cool how they kind of made that into an animation because it, it, I saw it. I was like, oh, shit. Like, oh, like this. Oh, you better get caught, buddy. You need to you need to clean your phone. Turn your phone sideways. Um, so your, your new girl don't see that. But she did. And there's a relationship there. Um, I do got to say. Some of these apartments in New York in the in the movie looks better than real life apartments. <laughs> um, I've seen a lot of people, a lot of YouTubers who live in New York and they pay three thousand dollars a month for rent for their apartment. It couldn't be me because <laughs> three thousand dollars a month for a small apartment in New York. Uh, it's a little steep, but some of their apartments look really good like a penthouse suite is what they live in. So it's just like really cool. Like, OK, this 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 is kind of a you ain't gonna find this in new you're gonna find the penthouse suites in new york but you got to be up your game to live in these kind of apartments but in this movie jabari and metals apartments they i'm looking at it like they got a really nice and it was all animated but like this is kind of swanky looking like i wish i i wish they had that real life in new york and they do but you gotta i mean you gotta be a big baller to get one of these 
to get a very nice apartment in New York, you got to make some money because uh, it's expensive. New York is expensive. Trust us. We filmed in New York. It was expensive. Our ticket was so expensive. Um, but like I say, guys, this is a movie that I definitely don't want people to sleep on. I do want a lot of movie reviewers and podcasters to talk about this movie because honestly i want to see more of this i want to see more i want them to say okay we're going to make a second one or let's turn this into a series right i want to see more what happens after they fall in love with Jabari, uh, Jabari Meadow, uh, Meadow fall in love. What happens after that? Will they break up again? Will they go through some things? What happens next? Um, but this is a great introductory uh, to it. I want to see. I want to see more of this movie. I want to see a series where you have uh, other actors and actresses hit actors and, and actresses to come on this show if they make it a show i want to see more rappers to be on this show i want to see more r&b singers to be on this show if they make it a show if i was in charge i would make it a show honestly i would i would make i would make it a hidden netflix series right and then it expands longer and then you have more characters you have more development within this movie but congratulations to kid cuddy and, and kenya uh, barris and ian illman those are the program creators congratulations to everybody who worked on this i i get more expired when i see movies like this and i get more expired and then i go back to work right i go to study and say okay how do they film this movie how do they do it this way let's make it let's make it this way yeah so it, it's it's fantastic guys i i wouldn't sleep on this movie t this this and me me and monica we watched this last night and this 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 was fantastic this was a fantastic movie um, I just like the art style of it. It was just so fire to me. Um, again, guys, again, intergalactic Netflix is available right now. Go see that movie because it is is phenomenal. It really is uh, phenomenal to say the least. Now, before we get on to the hot topics of conversation, of course, today's podcast was brought to you by Kennedy Lucas Publishing's LLC. All you have to do is go to issue.com. Go to issue.com and then type in Kennedy Lucas Publishings. Of course, we will be writing about Intergalactic today. And if you're not wanting to wait, go to that website right now. We did write about Tyler Perry and his latest film. Of course, The Jasmine's Blues. It was a great read. A lot of people did read it, too. So, again, we're going to keep on that train and we're going to talk about and we're going to write about Intergalactic as well. More about hip hop news. This is kind of be more of a hip hop type of show today because there's a lot of things that happen in hip hop today. Of course, uh, rapper Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, yeah, Freddie Gibbs. This is one of my favorite rappers. Of course, he has this quote. It said, he's, this is what he says. It goes, Whitney Houston, Luther Vandross, then me. Of course, Freddie Gibbs is the Mac of hip hop hunched over or over a grand piano and two ice cubes in his old fashioned white dress shirt unbuttoned to his torso, big boss rabbit chain glistening across his neck, slightly off tune on purpose. Of course, he croons classic soul songs from Jackson 5's One More Chance to Stan Smith Stay With Me to TLC's Waterfall, of course, but there's one catch. He wrote them, at least in his word, at least in his world, he did. And the lyrics are your, excuse me, the lyrics are a little shadier. Uh, of course, this is a quote from Freddie Gibbs. T. He says, ooh, baby, give me one more chance. Transform into, ooh, baby, give me one more gram. As Gibbs gives them the Freddie 
Cor- Cor- Corlane's treatment. I don't know what that means. Of course, in the tandem of emerges of, uh, of course, uh, blasphemy films in the early 1970s, excuse me, artists amongst the likes of Richard Pryor, we all know about Richard Pryor, and Ron O'Neill had let their hand as the comedic relief, excuse me, comedic relief two tales and pimps and gangsters of course dealing crack to their respective communities freddie wants to want you to ask yourself is it entertainment or is it a autobiography um i think it's an autobiography i think it's you know you have artists to do these things because of what they are trying to prevail right you we well we all know pimps and gangsters and dealing with with crack you know this it's a I'm not advocating violence on the show, by the way, but this is the way that people made money back in those times in the 1970s. And it was widely, gosh, I don't want to say widely accepted, but it was more out there, right? Dealing with gangsters and and, 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 and drug deals, you know, the mafia. Those are the things that back then they did right now. You can't really get away with that in today's standard, but it's very interesting that he proposed that question of course blurring the lines in fact in fact in vision his new album sold sold separately finds freddie gibbs on the cane train once again running hijinks opening fire and selling cocaine at the money casinos of course um very fantastic for him to have his new album i think freddie gibbs is going through freddie gibbs is going through something right he's going through a whole lot of something and we can't really we don't really know what it is i think he doesn't have to try so hard right freddie gibbs you made your money and you did your thing you're out there rapping and you're making good hits and you're making good money from it so um we all know about freddie gibbs he's, he's going through something he is going through a whole lot with the inspirations of soul 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 sold separately have been festering inside freddie gibbs since he was born his father is a current member of the uh chi lights and his mother helped raise him with the same anticipation of soul music of course although he only grew up about 30 miles away from chicago uh gibbs uh, Gibbs relates more to Detroit and alluring style of or of R&B, which is true. Uh, Freddie Gibbs cites the ballad of Marvin Gaye, The Temptation, Smokey Robinson, and whole Motown era uh, as driving forces uh, between his love for the genre. Of course, the genre that Gibbs seems to uh, extinguishly about uh, from the hip hop scene that's the fiber and this is a quote guys that's a fiber of our music gives recall of course thinking back to raising belief uh that r&b is a dying genre i don't think our r&b is not a dying genre r&b is here to stay and our rb's here to stay they're still doing their thing they're still out there we're still because i'm in the r&b game too they're still doing a whole lot of uh r&b music albums it's not going anyway anywhere anytime soon so uh congratulations to freddie gibbs for his newest album but freddie gibbs you know it's good to see that he's reflecting on his music style i do think freddie gibbs is going through something though right he's trying to establish more dominance with with his craft and there's nothing wrong with that there's absolutely nothing wrong with trying to establish your dominance uh in the rap game or in the r&b genre game or the music game music industry in general we're all trying to establish our dominance in when it comes down to music making in the music uh, industry. So uh, moving on to our next topic of conversation, of course, Google shuts down translate service in mainland China. 
Of course, the tech giant has struggled for close to two decades to meet the demands of China, China's censorship policy. Of course, uh, uh, the wonderful people in the Chinese mainland looking into find an occasionally uh, translation for foreign languages, of course, will be out of luck as Google announced over the weekend that it, it uh, was pulling back on one of the few digital services it offers in the country. Of course, users on Reddit first noticed that the service was down late Friday. Attempts to access Google's Translate on the old mainland China address are now redirected to Hong Kong sites. Of course, Bloomberg, shout out to them, Bloomberg noted that the Hong Kong version of the site isn't accessible anymore on the mainland without a VPN, marking, excuse me, marking Google's move as a more effective shutdown of the services. Of course, Google has made a translation feature available to China back in 2017, including a separated app that folks in China could download. Of course, is another quote from Google. Google did not immediately respond to uh, Gizmodo's request for a comment. That's the site we're sourcing. Uh, but the company did confirm the multiple outlets that had been discontinued uh, on the service in China due to low usage. Um, This is this is this is kind of sad a little bit because there's a lot of people that still go to China, right? And they, they, I know if I ever go to China and I will go to China one day, China, Hong Kong, I want to go to Korea. I want to go to Thailand and Taiwan. I'm going to need a translation app on my phone because I, I want to know how to, you know, talk to them and then it translates into their uh, perspective languages and then they were able to carry on a great conversation um so that's why i say it's kind of sad to a lot of people in the wonderful people in china because you know they won't have this anymore right and you have people that's touring these these countries maybe for work or for pleasure you know a lot of people are a lot of people are not going to dabble on into it no more and it's just it's unfortunate i do understand the yo the low usage right because a lot of people haven't been traveling um that much right the, they haven't been traveling uh so much uh before so uh then this is prior to COVID uh 19 a lot of people just start traveling obviously from the pandemic so that's probably why they're seeing a, a low usage of something and each, each company does that right t like they do to where if there's a low usage on something, they're going to stop because it costs money, right? Anything that Google does, well, any company, really, Google, Apple, Samsung, Best Buy, um, Microsoft, anything, Amazon, if things are costing money for people to not be to not use it, then they're going to discontinue that service because, hey, there is nobody using this. There's nobody using this service. So why do we need to perfect the services? No one is using it. So that aspect, I do understand. It's just it's just so unfortunate um, to say the least. Of course, Google's still going through some stuff, too. They're doing a lot of budget cuts. Last podcast, we talked about uh, them not being able to um, to have people do um, the extravagant parties and the extravagant Christmas and Halloween and Thanksgiving parties because they're doing some cutbacks. So Google's cutting back. Right. And I understand why Google's doing that. So um, it sucks. Um, but hopefully when I do travel to Korea, hopefully one day it's on my bucket list. I'm going to Korea. I'm going to Thailand. I'm going to China and Japan. I want to see all of it. I want to see the food. I want to see the entertainment. The women. <laughs> so that's what I want to see for sure.
moving on to our next and last topic of conversation you know guys we got to talk about them sports of course we're talking about the nfl get this of course the chiefs beat the bucks behind patrick mahomes dazzling performance oh my god of course this has been the topic of conversation uh, of course mahomes threw three touchdowns while making head spin in the first half if you guys don't know patrick mahomes is the quarterback for the kansas city uh chiefs of course patrick mahomes uh led up the raymond james stadium that's in tampa uh totaling a th uh, three touchdown passes in the kansas city chiefs win over the tampa bay buccaneers now this is a big beat because we all know tom brady with them 20 million championship rings he's now playing for the brooks i mean yeah for the buccaneers so hopefully you guys knew that uh on saturday night of course and mahomes was electrifying to begin the game and he wouldn't let up uh, at, as times continue to tick on, of course, the first half was where his magic was seen. Of course, as Mahomes avoid pressure and pull off some crazy passes to put the Chiefs ahead early. The game, the game began with the Bucks fumbling on the opening kickoff, and it took Mahomes just two plays to get inside the end zone, thanks to Travis Clance leading up, uh, leading over the defender into the end zone. Uh, Cleach. Or, or Clessy, I butchered his name, had nine catches for 92 yards. Of course, very, very exciting for that, for sure. It's always good to see, okay, right? It's good to see teams like the Chiefs achieve a big player. Now, the Buccaneers, well, every team is pretty big, right? But you got a big player on the Buccaneers, Tom Brady. So when you beat against a, a, a I want to say 13-time champion, Super Bowl champion. It says a lot on your resume. It really does says a lot. Uh, it says a lot for sponsorships as well. So it, it, it gets really, really exciting when you see, see something like that happen for sure. Of course, but it didn't stop there. Of course, Mahomes went 12 plays, 79 yards as Clyde, Clyde Howards uh, clamped off the drive with a three-yard run to make into the 14-3 in favor of the road team. Of course, Mahomes' wizardry came through on his next drive-through after the defense forced a three and out. Mahomes again charged his way down the field and found Edwards in the end zone. Of course, by this time, he had to scrabble right, dodge a defender, and shovel past his way into the end zone. Of course, there's a there's a little video here that we're playing right now. Hopefully, I'll picking this up. Hey. And the Buccaneers look mad. They look pissed. Hey. That was a nice pass. Very, very nice pass. So, uh, again, hey, Tom Brady played a good fight. And this is, okay, so this is why this match was so interesting. Because uh, if we remember, you know, they're both number 12. Patrick Mahomes is number 12 and Tom Brady's number 12 on their prospective teams. So that's why this game was so important because Patrick Mahomes coming out the gate, you know, he has a lot of things going up for him. And then you got Tom Brady 
12 time 12 time Super Bowl champion. So it's just one of those things. Of course, as football fans know, Tom Brady wasn't going down without a fight. Of course, he uh he found Mike Evans in the end zone. Uh, twice in the second quarter, and one of which came with just 10 seconds left before they have, of course, they made the deficit of 28-17 in favor of the Chiefs, though. Of course, Mahomes got the ball as second half began and dropped 10 more points on the scoreboard for Kansas City. So, again, it was that was a great game. I saw a little glimpse of it last uh, Saturday night as well, um, because obviously we're going to talk about it here on the show. But again, congratulations to the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. They, I mean, that hey, that <laughs> that that was a good game. So we'll, we'll we'll wait and see what happens with with the Chiefs, right? Because they did go to the Super Bowl, right? So we might see them go to the Super Bowl again. Uh, and the one thing, and we're, we'll talk about this other team tom- on tomorrow's podcast. But the Falcons won against the, the uh, Browns, so I don't know. Maybe there's hope, right? There's hope for us all. So. Um, but again, congratulations to the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes for sure. So that's going to wrap it up here on our show here today, the KLP Aftermath Season 4. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this one. Please remember to like, comment, and subscribe to uh, our YouTube channel, KLP Entertainment, if you're watching the channel. If you're listening on all major p- platforms, Spotify, our Heart Radio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Thank you so much. Share with your friends, letting you guys know that we were live. Uh, today for another exciting podcast so stay tuned for tomorrow we're going to be coming right back here in the studio tomorrow as we get ready for another new podcast as well until then as always stay safe stay swanky peace you are now tuned in to atlanta's hottest radio show klp we shut it down in the studio. You, you, you're rocking with the best. Oh, this is Ludacris. What's going on? This is Drake. This Tiger Young Money Zone. It's your boy Wiz Khalifa, man. This is Big Sean. Yo, what's up, y'all? This is Kanye West. It's Jay-Z. Yo, this is your boy Wiz. With your host, Kennedy Lucas. On Swanky 93.3 Radio Station. The Heat. 94.6 E Radio Station.